Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. We are live here on um, on Facebook and uh, places all around the universe. <laughs> but, <laughs> really but anyway, yeah, I'm the Dream Business Coach. I'm I'm the creator of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program and Dream Business Academy. Welcome to a very special Facebook Live edition of Dream Business Radio, Lindsay. Well, I'm jabbering for a couple of minutes. Would you check my profile page? Let me. Well, I could do that. It's all good. I looked. It's all good. Is it public? Because sometimes uh, oh, it doesn't. That part just... says just Jim's friends. Okay. Okay. I'm going to fix that in one second. Let me see where. Uh, let me refresh. People will forgive this uh, 30 second interruption. And plus, I'm on <laughs> boat Wi Fi and I was having a fit because earlier I, I, I couldn't have downloaded a, anything. Okay. Let me uh, give me one second, everybody. Edit post. Dun, 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 friends. And I will share in the process. There we go. Okay. It is public now. There we go. Now I will pay attention. <laughs> anyway. All right. We got that fixed. Anyway, I've been bringing you uh, great guests, great content, and uh, information to help you build your dream business so you too can live your dream lifestyle for nine, almost nine years. This is episode 446. Lindsay, can you believe that? 446. I saved this I one. I can't believe it just for you. <laughs> anyway, Lindsay Phillips is my special guest today. She is a super talented entrepreneur and um, and truly one of the nicest people on the planet. She's a CEO and captain. She's a captain of <laughs> smooth sailing business growth. Your content marketing strategic partner. She's a serial entrepreneur, which means she has multiple companies and also a um, proud owner of the Smooth Business Podcasting and Real Estate Investors marketing program like holy crap she has been a featured guest on so many podcasts probably hundreds and for four years she's been the host of her own smooth business growth podcast something she said oh i can't wait to do it let me jump right in but we'll we'll tell that story mm -hmm. in a minute <laughs> Lindsay and i go way back as you can tell we're having a good time here um probably at least uh 10 years i believe yeah. uh 10 or 12, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Lindsay was friends with Kate, um, Kate Bradbury, who was my personal assistant for a long time. And one day Kate said, Jim, I've got this friend, Lindsay, would like to be a virtual assistant. She has a couple part-time jobs, but she wants to get her dip her toe into the virtual assistant pond, so to speak. And can you use any help? Well, I was growing like a weed with all the different programs. And I said, okay, let's give her a try. And so we gave her a couple hours work and like literally two weeks later, we doubled that and then doubled that. And soon, soon Lindsay had to quit all her jobs and <laughs> dive into the deep end of the VA pool. Right. Um, and going off my memory, Lindsay then came to my second event. My first one was Vegas dream business Academy. Philadelphia was in 2014. Um, and Lindsay, I'm going to show something here. Um, <laughs> yeah, look at that. I'll show this. I'll put this in the comments. So you can see it bigger, but I don't know if you can see that, but that's you and Jessica. That's in Philadelphia in 2014. I know. And Jess and I, we both had VA firms like way back when. 
Yeah, that's kind of that was the proving ground for so many people. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you remember this, but your dad came. I remember meeting your dad, oh, man, who, who yeah. was a, an ex-cop, super nice guy. I think what is he here to protect Lindsay from Jim or what? <laughs> but anyway, I don't he know. just he, well, he thought if you're coming to the states, I better go with you. Anyway, because Lindsay's from uh, north of the border, as I like to say. Anyway, Lindsay in Philadelphia said, "JP, I want to join your uh, mastermind group." I said, "Good, let's let's get going." She goes, mm, "I don't know," and then she kind of got cold. <laughs> I know checking out when it came time to put to put the skin in the game. But anyway, she then joined and and never looked back. Mm. Um, and she's been with me an awful long time. Lindsay, that's a heck of a long setup. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm awesome and better for having known you. Oh, and the feelings mutual. I'm going to share one more picture because I was um, so I was getting ready for this. I was remembering a lot of stuff. Let me share this one. This was oh. my first boat, perfect timing. And after we did, I think it was the third Dream Business Academy in Annapolis, Maryland. We did a bonus day for I think it was like eight or ten people mm -hmm. came, and we did masterminding on the Chesapeake. And so we, awesome. we had so many people signed up. I had no idea that actually. My friend Mike Schnitzius, I had to rent a pontoon boat. It's 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 tied up next to my boat, and we took turns bringing people on to the my folding chair, and I called it the Dream Business Profit Seat. Now this is a picture of you. That's you right there, in the profit seat. Crying probably. Um, well, I was going to say my recollection is. Um, you were really starting to rock and roll after a period of kind of slow growth. And in the profit seat, you, I mean, you really got emotional because people, yeah. I mean, our group was like a family. You can open up oh, and share. You say anything. And yeah. And it was like, um, you, so you really let out how you were scared and nervous and, and kind of in tears. And I think I, as your coach, I gathered up all the love and compassion I could muster. And I offered you some feedback. Do you remember what that <laughs> feedback was? Yes. Lindsay, you've been waiting for this to happen for so long. You're in the trenches. You just have to like suck it up and put your big girl pants on and power through it and get to the other side. I know. I said, girl, you've been whining for six months and no, and so much business was coming in. You had clients and no I didn't clients. do myself. Because it was just you at the time and you're kind of handling. It. I said, this is what you've been working for. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it happens and you're like, oh, man, how do I scale? I need systems. I need more people. <laughs> yep. There's our good friend, Hi, Peg. 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 And uh, let's see. We got a couple others. Phil, Phil Brakefield, who's getting ready to be a best-selling author. There's our buddy, Jeff Herring. Uh, oh, the other Lindsay oh, for, for quite a thing. while. We, what was Lindsay's it? Marketing in Merlot or what? Marketing with Merlot or? <laughs> I know. We need to resurrect that or something. <laughs> I know. That, that was so much fun. Oh, anyway, let me go back to this. Pay attention to what I'm doing. I know it's going to be a tough one for me because I just love you and we're, we're, it was so Aww. much fun together. Yeah. Oh, so, we've had so many good memories. We do. So anyway, all right, let's, let's get down to business. People don't want to hear, hear us reminiscing all the time. So I think it was that year when you had the uh, masterminding on the, on the Chesapeake profit seat, you said, JP, I want to go to six figures this year. And boom, your business hit six figures. You then said to me, I think it was January of the following year, which I don't know if that would be 2016. You said, JP, as you always say, gross is for vanity, nets for sanity. I want to net six figures this year. Do you remember that? Yes. And and what did you do? You netted six figures. I mean, all the credit goes to you because you really busted out. You started hiring other virtual assistants and you started growing your empire, right? So you you how many how many VAs do you have now working for your VA firm? Um I think we're at twelve. 
Thursday. I mean, it's incredible. If yeah, folks, when, when you think about just diving into the deep end of the pool, so Lindsay, she kind of had a, one or two part-time jobs when I met her, and then she worked for me. Then it was like, oh, I can't do it all. So she left one of her jobs, and then I said, girl, I can give you more and more. And she, so she had to leave the, the stability of her paycheck. And then she had a little bit of, you know, the cash flow went down because she lost her paycheck and we're still growing. But initially, then you started booming, but you couldn't handle it all. But then you had to start hiring people, which is always scary. <laughs> and then it's like, look at you today. I mean, it's it's really an inspirational story, Lindsay. It is crazy when I look back at it. And it's like things don't happen overnight, right? Like it was like organic. There were some like periods where it was like, holy crap, how am I going to get this done? Figure it out. And there was a lot of mistakes and stuff like that. Yes, I I am a, a decent photographer. I, I do that on the side. <laughs> Many of the pictures that I show are, are Lindsay behind the camera. Look, I know. TV. Lindsay was such a help to me. I mean, I flew her out and she just kind of ran the back end operations, took pictures. She did everything. <laughs> Lindsay really is super talented. Jack of all trades. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, it, go ahead. I oh, I was going to say, and then, you know, business changes, right? And grows and you have to change your processes and your procedures. And, but even like I got out of the VA stuff and more into content marketing. And then as my business has like changed as well, it's like I'm more heavily focused on the podcasting side of things now and how it relates to content marketing um, to make it your, you know, your authority plan and your content marketing plan. So, yeah, I mean, you can't expect to, to set things up and then it stay the same for years and years and years. It, it changes and grows. And to me, that's what makes it fun. I know your story well, and I, I, one of the things I admire about you is you had to overcome so many initial fears, like starting at ground zero and oh, investing um, and things like that. So what before we jump on to podcasting, because that's why we brought people here, um, what do you say to those people that are on the fence that are, that are considering either getting to a mastermind or working with a coach or, in, or hiring people to work for your own business? And I say hiring, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily mean you know, W-2 employees, 1099 subcontractors, virtual suits, whatever. Mm -hmm. Anything the other side of, I will do it all myself. Give some words of encouragement because I, I do have a lot of people who are kind of new on the newer oh, absolutely. side. absolutely. And I'm sure everyone goes through it, but it's like <laughs> you cannot go it alone and do it well. You cannot make strategic decisions just with you and you will not be able to take fast action, you will not be able to make progress without having support underneath you, not only like mindset wise, or like strategically with a coach, but even just having like a team members, right to do the stuff. Um, you're, you're not going to have time to like support all your clients, do your marketing, do the accounting, do the HR and all that stuff. It's just, honestly, it is physically not feasible. <laughs> Yeah. One more thing just popped into my head and then I promise we're going to go to podcasting. But I remember another conversation we had because literally, um, like a lot of entrepreneurs, you have a spouse, significant other or somebody that sometimes helps you with the uh, overall household expenses. Your husband, Mark, your business started booming so much. You brought him into your mm -hmm. company and he's like an infusion, super super genius guy right so he helps with a certain part of the business but that again that was probably a, i'm guessing what that was a scary moment was it not it was a little scary and it was kind of like tentative like okay i need help i don't know what to do with myself <laughs> and like you know you're not loving your career right now so let's let, let's see if it works 
And then it was like, okay. And then, you know, all of a sudden a year goes by and it's like, is it working? <laughs> oh, we haven't killed each other yet. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we're like, we're in two different parts of the house. We Skype each other. <laughs> That's so um, funny. We don't have lunch together hardly ever, um, except for Fridays or something. But um, I mean, obviously there's bumps in the road and there's disagreements sure. and crap, but um but we're able to like support our household and we got a trailer and we bought a new bigger house. And so not that you live in a trailer, you bought a giant camper trailer. So you could exactly, get away in the weekends trailer and stuff. for like <laughs> vacationing and stuff. Exactly. Right. Um, and so there's things that we've been able to do in our lifestyle um, with both of us being in the business. I mean, I guess that's pretty impressive. <laughs> It's very impressive. I mean, literally, and you know, so we'll tr- one my one last point, and this is part of being in a mastermind, because I feel like here we are jabbering like we're, you know, well, we are in the same group, but it's a place where you can get your attaboys and your girls met, right? Because sometimes it's not, it, it's very difficult to say, oh, I had a great day, got a big new client. It's not always possible, but a mastermind is a really safe place. So Lindsay, um, one of the businesses, and I, I don't know how many businesses and revenue streams you have now, but one of them is you help um, you help entrepreneurs and small business owners leverage podcasts, right? As I, as, as the headline says, to boost authority, visibility, and increase mm-hmm. growth. I'm a huge fan. Obviously, this is at number 446, so I must like it. By the way, it is work. Now, so mm-hmm. sometimes I'll say, well, why would Jim do 446 podcasts for that much work? If Try and think of what the answer might be, folks. <laughs> so anyway, um, um, in all the different types of content and platforms and different types of media that you can market yourself and your business, the thing you want to concentrate the most, in my opinion, is media that you own. And a podcast is something mm-hmm. that you own. You control the title, the message, you who interviews the guests, when it goes out, how many places you share it. So talk about the power of owning your own podcast. Like, pretend you're you're having a conversation with a prospective customer. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I remember you were telling me, Lindsay, you need a video show and you need to do videos and you need to do podcasts. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. No, I'm too scared. I'm not getting on camera, JP. I, no I, like, I remember like feeling sick to my stomach and I was like going to vomit. And I'm like, no. And, you, and you're like, just get it done. I'm like, okay. And I remember recording my first two episodes and they sucked hard and mm. they're, they're going to be horrible. Um, <laughs> I mean, on the same call has started the rest of the creation. <laughs> Jeff and Phil are going back and forth. I can only nice. put up so many comments. So, <laughs> um, but I was petrified. But it's like the only thing that I focused on was that a it's going to help me get out there more and be more visible and get more exposure for my business, which I knew I needed desperately. Mm-hmm. And then it was a way for me to like share a message and help other entrepreneurs. Cause I remember when I was a part-time VA trying to figure it all out and online marketing and how to grow business and create a website and all that stuff. Um, and it's like, some things were a struggle and I'm like, I didn't think about podcasts back then and just to help people out quicker um was honestly my main motivator and i this always sticks with me and i probably mentioned this on far too many podcasts but i'm like you said if you're scared like do it anyways and so if i'm feeling scared i'm like i know that i have to do it anyways because i'm scared mm-hmm. and so and i always believe that like if you don't take action and you just like oh i should i should i then nothing you're not going to get ahead I remember when you um, 
when you got the invitation to be on uh, John Lee Dumas's show, Entrepreneurs oh, on Fire, sure. which on that too. <laughs> probably is still one of the biggest podcasts in the entrepreneurial small business no. space. You said, oh, my God, JP, what am I going to do? I said, well, first of all, it's not video, so you can have some notes in front of you, right? And so we talked about some different things. But one of the things when people say, oh, the video, I said, Go back and look at my first video. They're, they're still living somewhere on YouTube and go back and listen to my first podcast. You know, eventually we learn to get over ourselves, right? And yeah. just, just be yourself and let that be enough to attract the right people. It may repel some others who find you may, some people may find me too silly and loosey goosey, but love us. <laughs> <laughs> how could they not love us? Right. That's, that's a good thing, but it, you really do need to jump into the pool and get that going. So, yeah. um, how often do you do your podcast? Honestly, I've taken a hiatus on my own podcast that I've hosted because mm-hmm. um, I've just had other focuses in the business and I've been guesting more. So when it, and I should bring this up because podcasting, it's, there's different ways of doing it, right? There's guest podcasting. There's podcasts where you're, it's just you talking. There's the video style. Like this is live on Facebook that you can strip out to make uh, a podcast. Mm -hmm. There's obviously interview style. There's some people that even have like a co-host where they're just like, you know, chit-chatting about like certain topics or whatever. So there's different styles. And so each of them is like, you know, which one do I do? Well, it all depends on your goals. And so if lead gen is one of your biggest goals, then being a guest on other people's podcast is usually the more bang for your buck because you're going to like boost your exposure. And, you know, she told two friends and everybody shares it and all that good stuff. And obviously you'll share a lead magnet and grow your e-list and so forth. Um, and it's office. It's, often a really good stepping stone for you being interviewed on podcasts to then be parts of like JV partnerships and summits and speaking events, whether it's virtual or on actual stage. So those, you know, just kind of thinking about those goals. When you're hosting, um, I find it, it's more of a boosting your authority in your space and obviously boosting exposure as well. Um, But some people actually use podcasting for uh, a sales tactic. So like, let's explain that a little bit. What's that? Explain that a little bit as a sales tactic. And so like podcasting is not necessarily for the global, you know, I need to reach everyone in North America. You can even have a podcast where you're in a certain city and you interview, um, you know, other business owners because you want them as a client. Right. And so Mm. it's a way to get your foot in the door, that connection. And obviously you can do that in the online space as well and invite people on your show that are ideal clients or even their audience is like an ideal client. And then you, you just, you get a chance to connect with someone that you normally wouldn't and actually have like the, you know, pre conversation, the the conversation, yeah. stay in touch and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. They ask you about your services. Oh, I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> and so like, there's different reasons, but I find that podcasting, you get way more bang for your buck, right? Like, especially if you are guesting or you have a guest on your show, 
naturally they're going to share it to their, you know, e-list, LinkedIn, mm -hmm. social, all that good stuff. So you're gaining your exposure. And then there's just that like natural momentum and natural buzz where everyone's kind of like, oh my God, you're everywhere. And uh, you probably get this. And I remember getting it too back even like maybe a year after I started. And it was like, you know, on social and I was doing videos and they're like, you're like everywhere. And it, everyone gets this like, ooh, it's kind of like <laughs> when you, you know, when you have your own show or your own event or your own book, there's just that it automatically up levels you. And then not only can you, you know, it, it opens more doors, but it also allows you to, um, to charge more for your stuff because you're an authority. You, you are sought after and it just gives you that high level of credibility um, that is naturally going to accelerate your business. I like it. So um, obviously podcasting is part of an overall marketing strategy and it's one that's considered content marketing, right? Yeah. So um, how many different ways can you use a single interview uh, and put it through the content marketing machine, so to speak? I love that. It's my favorite thing to do. Um, oh, I did a talk on PodFest um, last month and it was how to goldmine your podcast um, to make a podcast your one-stop content marketing strategy. And so just think of like one episode, like I was talking today, you know, what tips, what comments, what statistics, what uh, opinions have been shared within that. And you can pull out all those little tiny bits. So um, I call them snackable bites. So even if you um, get a transcript or you get someone to listen to it, whichever, um, you get little sound bites, right? But in sound bites in that you can um, take like an actual one minute clip out of the episode and make like a WAV file or a little short video file for Instagram, for um, stories, for social. You can even, if you're doing it live on Facebook like you are, if you strip it out and you can put it in YouTube, so then that way you're populating your YouTube channel. But if you use, um, one of my favorite tools is repurpose.io. Oh. And it allows you to change the size of it. And then it's got like the header on the top and the bottom. You can connect it to Otter and it's got the transcripts, like the captions. And then you can put it in IGTV. So that way you're leveraging it that way. You could obviously strip the audio with repurpose.io so that you can use it as a podcast episode. And then again, with those little tidbits, um, you can create other social media posts like um, a quote or a tip or even an engagement question. You know, you could say, what is your favorite? Do you prefer to podcast guest or podcast host? And that was just a super easy engagement question to ask, you know, asking people's opinion um, about XYZ that that was the topic. Um, so there's so many little tiny pieces that you can pull out and you can create like 15 social media posts out of like one podcast episode and there's your content. Man, I knew you'd hit a home run, but that was like a grand slam home run. First of all, I I, I must admit, repurpose.io is new to me. Is that does that actually take your podcast and create little chunks? I mean, is it is it 
would it will it do that or no so that part is different so taking audio snippets and making it into like a little video okay um we use headliner app headliner.app i think it is but if you google headliner app i'm sure it'll pop up uh another one is wave.co so w-a-v-v-e.co um baird uh, i can't remember his last name but baird was on my show uh he's the guy that does that Hani Moore, uh, Mora is Canadian. He actually lives an hour and a half away from me. He's the one that I uh, created repurpose.io. Oh, Canadian. wow. Um, <laughs> his app is awesome. Uh, there's other apps that do those little audio snippets. And so basically all you have to do is connect it to your RSS feed for your podcast. And then you tell it like you just listen to it and you tell it to stop and start. Or you pick the timestamp of that little audio blip that you want and then you like stick an image on it and like you know have whatever little weighty wave files it pulls in the the captions you can edit the captions and then you just export it as um like a little video file that you upload into social so uh i'm gonna ask a favor of you after i know it's it's way past happy hour and dinner's coming up so but <laughs> after that <laughs> um would you just go into the comment section and just put those re oh, yeah, those two or three sure. resources you listed that would be i took notes but i'll, I'll probably forget adults because it's my happy hour also anyway so if you would do that i'd greatly appreciate it now lindsay um so we talked about uh hosting your own podcast we talked about the importance of being a guest on other podcasts w what's your favorite recommendation right now as far as format and frequency do you like interviewing people are, are you a fan of once a week i know some people are doing daily now like where do you where do you see the industry going there are a lot of people that do dailies. I'm just like, hot damn, how do you even have the time? <laughs> <laughs> just like, I am no more than me. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I don't know how. To me, it's like, I'm very practical on like bang for your buck, right? Like I can do an episode weekly and get enough content that, you know, makes me, you know, on my social and stuff like that. And then... I am able to spend more time on other business development. So it kind of depends where you're at in your business it, or if you need to get like traction fast. Um, I don't know. I As long as you're consistent, I think weekly is, is ample. Um, I think going daily or twice a day or whatever, I, I think it's- Oh, twice a day. Good Lord. I, I, I know. I think <laughs> it's like- it's just overkill, but that's just my opinion. You know what I mean? I don't have, um, I haven't studied the stats enough to like warrant whether it's, you know, beneficial or, or not, to be honest. And if somebody's new and hasn't pulled the trigger yet on hosting their own podcast, let's focus on the hosting and not being a guest because mm -hmm. I know somebody who actually helps people become a guest. So we'll, we'll stick on the, on the hosting side of things. Um, um, if somebody was just starting out, how does your business help them? I mean, soup the nuts. Do you help them come up with a name and marketing? Do you, do you help them with recording it? Do you help them with producing mm. it and getting it live? Like, tell me about how your business works. Yeah, absolutely. It's from start to finish. Um, I've got a couple of podcast launches on the go right now. And there are so many moving parts. And we've got like just this really smooth system where it's like we hold your hand, onboarding meeting. Here's what I need from you don't worry about all the complicated stuff. We'll do that next. And then just kind of step them through. And then it takes about a month. 
Um, and some people have it all dialed in, right, on the title and the artwork and what they want. But some people really need some handholding. So I'm happy to help with that, you know, the branding. Obviously, we do the graphics, set it up in uh, Libsyn, the host, launch it to iTunes, set it up on the website. And then ongoing, we, of course, have the podcast production. So, and some people have their own VAs, right, where they've already got a rhythm of what they're doing, and that's fine. So we only handle a part of it, or we can handle it all. I mean, we do the guest services, so we can let the guests know, you know, when the show is live, give them the graphic and all the good stuff, and get their bio in the headshot for the host. Let them know when they're... How many um, different platforms should you be on? I mean, iTunes, and I mean, there's so many. you can. Be on all of them because really it's like you set it up once and then it just pulls in the rss feed and it just self-populates i you actually know, had a client who went oh, on a new platform a new directory a couple of months ago and we actually noticed a spike in uh downloads mm. so it really because you don't want to close off an audience do you know what right. i mean um and you just you hook it up once and then you're done and then just making sure that people know that you're on all those different platforms. So, um, Lindsay, way back when, when I was, I started video in 2009, did it for four years, um, every week, not only missed with twice Toby. with Toby, originally Toby and then blue. But anyway, um, there was some software. I can't think of the name of it. It's unimportant, but once you joined this program, you uploaded your video and it dispersed it to all, you know, from YouTube and all the other Vimeos and things like that. Is there a program like that in the podcasting world? Yeah. So just like you host a video on Vimeo or YouTube, you have to host your audio on a specific uh, site. And okay. there's like a Podbean, Buzzsprout. I use Libsyn. Mm -hmm. um, I just find it easier to use and I like the way they um, share the statistics um, and it's reasonably priced. Um, so that's what we use as an industry standard. And I mean, they're a big company. They sponsor podcasts and all that good stuff. Do you help people? I'm trying to think of this is, you know, whenever I do this, I, my little voice goes, Somebody in the audience wants to know this, Jim, so get on it. So somebody wants to know, what if I don't know what to talk about? How do I come up with like what you might call your editorial calendar? What am I going to do this week and next week and for the next six months? How will I even know what to talk about? Do you help with that? I haven't actually, only because I haven't really been asked. Usually people hmm. are passionate about what it is that they do. They uh, are already in a position where they they know their superpower. They know how they help and what their solutions are. So they're not starved for figuring out what topics. Um, I know for me, when I was interviewing, I always tended to interview people that were like, I liked different like content marketing software. So it was like what interested me, but also like what other people want to know that are in the same level of business that I am. So um, like, and just think like, what, what do you want to know? Or what did you want to know back then? Um, and you can even just like, I've done this as well as like, go through all your old blogs. Like there's like a bazillion topics. Um, go through what videos you've done in the past, make a podcast episode out of that. You don't need to create something like brand new. Mm -hmm. You're recycling and reusing topics and content from the past that are still evergreen. Um, so don't feel like you have to like totally recreate the wheel. Right. You know, uh, several years ago, and I just still repeat this, um, Lee Miltier interviewed me on her show, Millionaire Smarts. And she, 
you know, big, I'm a big fan of her. She's a fan of mine. So, you know, I'm doing the videos, I'm doing weekly easing, you know, I'm doing the podcast, I'm doing this, that, and the other thing, tons of content writing. But she goes, Jim, do you ever worry? Like, you know, people are going to see the same thing in different places. And my answer was to the biggest follower fan, whatever, if I thought that they're seeing every video, listening to every podcast, reading every book, checking out every blog post, the biggest problem I would have would be my ego <laughs> because people don't, you know? No. So, and so the little story I just told you is a, it's a license to repurpose. You can, if I shoot a video on this, do a podcast on it, do a blog post on it, do this, Absolutely. that, and the other thing. You don't have to come up with 52 mm -hmm. ways, you know, 52 topics. God, no. um, my God, this half hour went by quickly. So um, I don't know if you have 22 websites you need to give, but first, if there's a different, <laughs> I want to, I'm sure since this is the topic about podcasting, do you have a specific website for the podcasting or does that fall under the um, smooth sailing banner? I, I just redid the the site in the a few months back. Um, so it's smoothbusinesspodcasting.com uh, or smoothbusinessgrowth.com. It all goes to the same thing. Um, and yeah, so just the one site and everything. And, and they'll find all the different services. Oh, yeah. well, and if they go to the resource page, there's um, different uh, lead magnets that they can choose from there as well. Different resources and guides and checklists. and Awesome. Any stuff. final thoughts for somebody on the fence about starting a podcast? What you told me, if you're scared, <laughs> do it anyways and just say yes. Any final thoughts about somebody still on the fence about being in a mastermind or working with a coach? Oh, I, I wish I had done it sooner. It honestly, it's, it's a no brainer to me. It's, you're going to propel your business faster um, and make more money faster, which obviously is a win-win. Awesome. Lindsay, I think the world of you, thank you so much. Um, you know, we, we had to postpone this cause you had, you had a little health scare, but it's great to see you up and around and Yay. looking and feeling great. So thank you so much. It's yes, really been a your awesome face. I miss oh. you guys. Okay. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Captain Lindsay Phillips. I think this is the first time I've had a captain on my program. She is the CEO and captain of Smooth Sailing Business Growth. Uh, you can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com. Uh, if you're interested in joining uh, Lindsay and about 28 other smart entrepreneurs in my Dream Business Mastermind, you can go to dreambizcoaching, dreambizcoaching.com. But that's it. Until this time next week, another fantastic interview. Actually, I don't have a guest next week, but I will. <laughs> but <laughs> until perhaps this time next week, we'll do another live episode of Dream Business Radio. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. You take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. <laughs> See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.